am Willa Wilson. I'm playing Renette Bollinger. I am um, I'm here for the drama. I didn't think I'd be here for the murder, but apparently I'm also here for the murder and the drama. Hi, I'm Mary Stack. I'm playing Georgie Sullivan, and I am very pleased to have learned that communication via text message emoji string is just versatile and very clear. Nothing could go wrong, I'm sure. Hi, I'm Holland Lane Curtis, and I play Birdie, town menace, a former groupie, and someone who has an undisclosed and unadulterated hatred for boats. Not quite boats, more like boats adjacent. Something about cruises or or maybe songs that they play on cruise. You know what? We'll get into that later. It's fine. My name is Jonah Knight, and this is Roll to Metal, a Brindlewood Bay actual play murder mystery podcast. It's produced by ActualStoryPodcasting.com. We've got some other shows over there if you want to check it out. But this is the final episode of Dad Overboard, written by Jason Cordova. All of his info is in the show notes. But for now, let's just see how this murder resolves. Okay? Let's go. The three of you leave the galley. You pass through the giant jacuzzi room back to the staircase up. Uh, Ronette, the boat sure is rocking a little bit back and forth and yeah, it is maybe a couple steps up on that back staircase when you miss a step and your foot comes right back down from where it left but you're fine you're fine this is fine this is fine back up on the sky lounge you open up the door into the casual dining room and you can see deputy fern embracing mrs kraus and Mrs. Krause is sort of patting her on the shoulder with kind of wide eyes. And as you, the three of you enter, she looks to the three of you and mouths, help me. And Mrs. Krause says, they're there. Oh, your friends are back. Perhaps you should speak with them now. And Fern turns to the three of you and kind of straightens up her shirt and says, I'm done talking here. This is so sad. This is so sad. What a horrible accident. I we can probably leave. We could probably leave. This sounds like it's just so horrible for everyone here. We could just go. You know, you know, Fern, um, I think there's actually something really interesting that you should go see in the um whatchamacallit, the, the Titanic The Titanic Lounge. Let me tell the Titanic you Lounge thing. The, I think the foil gilding on that and on the there's like a whole champagne um, thing set up. Uh, side just tables. Throwing that out there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't, I'm not supposed to drink on duty. I didn't say anything about it. that. Oh, all right. Um, how, about, how about we go try, we'll, we'll just finish up here. Don't even worry about it. And then we'll, we'll meet up. All right. Okay. Okay. I don't, don't need to, worry. I don't need to talk to anyone else. This was a horrible accident. I'm, I'll just go, I'll uh, look, I'll uh, look in the lounge on the way back to the boat, but I'll, if you want to, um, oh, and you should try the brisket. It's fantastic. Thank you. Thank the three of you for, for coming with me. I'll see you downstairs in a few minutes. And Fern exits to the staircase and descends. Who's going to tell her? Tell so, her what? Okay. Um, Miss, uh, Miss Krause, was it? Um, yes. Sorry a- about her. She's, you know how she's new. She's very sweet. Uh-huh. She's very small. It's not How? it's not just me, right? She's she's very small. I thought there were height requirements for law enforcement personnel. 
I don't think I, so, I don't think it's her actual I height. I think it's just the energy she yeah. carries. Well, I'm glad that we have cleaned this up. Uh, if there's anything else, I'm sure that Mr. Andrew can help you on your way out. And she motions to the door that you just entered. Oh, yeah. I think we just have a couple more questions. We want to make sure that Fern got everything. Um, you know, she's new and all. Just one or two more things. First question, totally unrelated. How long was uh, she hugging you like that? Was it a while? It seemed like it was a while. It seemed like it was a while, yes. Yes, it did. I don't know for certain. It seemed like it was a while. Okay. Um, sorry about that, I, I guess. Girls, do we want to... Just a quick little talky-talk? Yeah, I'm down yeah. for some talking. Love talking. All right. Um, if you don't mind, perhaps we could make this quick. It is, um, this what is, What time uh, did you go to sleep? <laughs> uh, excuse me? What time do I go to sleep? What What time did you go, go to bed last night? You know, what, like, oh, like midnight, like. The night that yeah. my, my dear husband. The night before last, not yeah. last night. Oh, oh yeah. That one. Yeah. Oh, who can tell? I don't know. It was later than my normal, my normal time. Your normal time being? Oh, well, with something like this, 11 or so. It was It was after that. I, I don't know. It was know. after I, 11? It was after 11, yes. Okay. Yeah, and uh, who else, who, who else uh, had gone to bed? Like, if, you, if this was later than you, did you, were you, like, watching everyone else go off to bed, and then you were like, oh, I need to go to bed now? No, I... That I kind of vibe? It, no, I don't. My children are adults. I don't keep tabs on the time that they that they go to bed i just i grew tired of the conversation it was time for me to get some rest and i just went to bed i was uh, before everyone else went to bed then i suppose i can't say i was in uh well we were up here we had dinner we had conversation and then the conversation moved around the ship i suppose i must have been in the lounge in the titanic lounge Oh no, I, I, uh, let's see, was I in on the second deck? No, maybe I was in the, you know, I, I. So it, many decks. Yes, three of them. Wow. I am really interested in what you just said a moment ago about the conversation moving around mm. the ship. I mean, we've spoken with your children and they, they'll tell a, a pretty similar story aside from a few discrepancies on the space-time continuum. But there was some sort of disagreement that broke out on the top deck. Oh, you know how families are. There are always disagreements. There are always disagreements, and then they pass. Like your husband. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> <is> Christ. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Tipsy Renette has no filter. And he's saying Bernie's the bad one? Damn. That's because you haven't that was met a, Tipsy Renette. That was ice cold. I, I super loved that. <laughs> okay, but very important. Wow. What is her face doing after that's being said out loud? Oh, after, summer? yeah, after that is said, she goes very grim. And she looks, she's, she becomes very stoic. And she looks like she is done with this conversation. You and I both. You know where where the exit is. I am still dealing with this. I have to return to my event. This entire trip has been a disaster for many reasons. If you will excuse me, you know the way out. 
And she turns and she exits towards the bridge. Any any meddling I can do, investigating whatever it is, if, if she left anything behind or something? What would you like to do? Well, I mean, I was I was kind of gauging her uh, her behavior, um, you know, especially with that kind of very off putting comment I did earlier, which kind of just came out. But yeah, I'd like to uh, investigate it. Like if if this is the room she's been hanging out in for the past while, just want to see what like where she's been sitting, like if there's like a warm spot on the couch, I'm going to dig under those cushions or something. You're digging into the couch. Yeah, why not? Excellent. Georgie, Birdie, Renette begins to dig into the couch. What would you like to do as you watch her, I'm going to assume, crawl on the floor underneath cushions? Um, Amanda's gone, right? Yes. Mrs. Krause is gone. I think I'm just going to watch for a minute because I think it's a little funny. Yeah. Renette, is there something I can help you look for? And are can I help you? Yeah. <laughs> See, I was I was just actually thinking, um, Mrs. Krause. She kept saying, "You know the way out." I don't actually know the way out. So instead, I'm just gonna rifle through this couch and see what's happening. Could you? Could you like here? Help me move this. Okay. Renette, can you roll to metal? I can try. Um, I am tipsy. Uh, or Renette is tipsy. I've been drinking water. Georgie, did you say you were helping? Or yeah. are you are you on the floor as well? I, you know what? I'm down on my hands and knees helping Renette. They covered for me with the cracked table. I'm there for her. <laughs> I'm taking pictures and I'm like, <laughs> like messing with them in my little edit gallery. <laughs> and so I'm making them look like black and white, like a super cool photo. And then I'm doing like the sketch edit on top of it. <laughs> and then I add like flowers in the corners and then I send it in the group chat. So does that mean uh, rolled with disadvantage? It is oh. a disadvantage. Yes. Cool. 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 What am I adding to this reason? Sure. Probably reason. All right. Um, that is a six. Yeah. Uh, Renette, you're trying really hard to find something under this couch. Uh, and Georgie, you're, you're helping. There doesn't seem to be anything under here. There doesn't seem to be any dust under here. Mr. Andrew must be very good at keeping a tidy ship. And Renette, as you start to come out, your foot hits an end table, a sort of a, um, a tall lamp stand. Birdie, you get a fantastic photo as the lamp falls off of the stand and hits Renette on the head. Ow. And you can all hear a kind of shattering of porcelain. Oh no, look what must have happened in the scuffle when the guy was getting killed. Mr. Andrew uh, will clean ow. that up, right? <laughs> ow. Renette, I think you have a second condition. Oh no. <laughs> a bump on the head. <laughs> no, it's, it wasn't that no, hard. You've got, you've got like, you can feel- I got uh, a thick skull. The impact raising up a bit of a bump on your head. Georgie, you're right there, and you can see it starting to turn a little bit black and bluish right under her hairline. That lamp, that old, expensive lamp, just broke itself over her head. That was Renette parts her hair differently yeah. to cover it up. That was absolutely the lamp's fault. I dig yeah. around in my purse for, like, some ibuprofen or... 
Oh my God. Thank Let's you. get ahead of this. <laughs> Let's oh get ahead God. of this thing. Georgie, thank you. You're, you're a hero. So did you find anything? No, I didn't. I fully did not. At this point, the three of you have, you have six clues. It is a complexity of six. If you choose to theorize now, there is no negative or positive modifier. Is there something else you would like to do? I mean, we, we pretty much covered everything as far as I know. Maybe we should just start wrapping it up because it seems like Fern's like ready to go and we should probably have like a solid plan before she just walks off and leaves us there. Because, yeah, probably. You, you know, we don't actually have any like real authority, technically, maybe. Mm. So what do we think happened? Would you like to theorize? Yeah. <laughs> and do you want to have this conversation in this room or are you moving to a different location on the ship while you discuss the murder? Um, Renette is just going to lie down on this couch for a second while we theorize. Unless you have another idea. Mary, you were going to Oh, oh. No, I was just... I feel like we can start the conversation here, but I definitely want to end wherever we think the actual murder took place for the most dramatic impact. That is very good thinking, George. So that we can like reenact it and stuff. That That is very important. Yeah. Maybe also somewhere there's ice. Oh, there'd or, be ice or, you know, the, your forehead. The, there'd be ice in the Titanic lounge if there's yeah, champagne right. on because ice. The champagne, right? of yeah. course. Yeah, we'll make it work. Yeah. You know, I knew my drinking hobby would come in handy one day. There it is. (laughs) Locating ice. (laughs) The rules for Theorize were slightly adjusted in the Nephews in Peril supplement for Brindlewood Bay. Here is the current rule for Theorize. When the Mavens have an open freewheeling discussion about the solution to a mystery based on the clues that they have uncovered and then reach a consensus... Roll, plus the number of clues incorporated into the theory, or otherwise explained away, minus the mystery's complexity. In this case, the mystery's complexity is a six. The players currently have six clues, and they are a blood-soaked rug, family pictures that were discarded, a small handgun like you might keep in a purse, piles of receipts for extravagant purchases, an antique vase, family heirloom, shattered, and an expensive diamond earring, its mate missing. Now let's see if they can incorporate all six into their solution. Okay, well, I'll just throw out a thing as a place to start. Um, What if the father's big announcement is that the family is having money problems? Hear me out. And this could potentially be a motive for murder for any of them. But particularly, I'd like to focus on Amanda Krauss just for a moment, considering the receipts that we found that were, uh, wasn't it clothing, like clothing receipts and that sort of thing. Very expensive clothing, um, uh, a car and furniture, all very fancy. And, um... We found a massive diamond earring in the couches. Was uh, which room was that again? Uh, that is wherever David was. What's the bottom deck? 
Okay. The bottom deck where David was. Yep. So many decks here. I know, it's too many. And Amanda herself said that their conversation went all over the ship. And we also know that she pulled several of the alarms before the incident. So maybe they'd been having ongoing arguments and she was planning out where she could perhaps commit a murder and move the body without anyone finding out. Mm-hmm. So the, the family is arguing about money. The father doesn't even get to that point of the announcement. That's why the children all seem confused about what they were perhaps going to be told. Mm-hmm. The argument between the mother and the father moves through the ship into the Titanic lounge where the mom uses the handgun to shoot Mr. Krause in the process, shattering the vase that might have been in the Titanic lounge, which would explain why Mr. Andrew is so confused that he didn't see the broken table when he had cleaned up a shattered vase at the same time. Um, And the gunshot would have left the carpet bloody. And the children, none of them had gone to bed. They all heard the gunshot to distance themselves from it, they made up a story about how they went to bed before that argument concluded, and the butler was left with cleaning up the mess, unless we think Mrs. Krauss could have hauled the body overboard. That's a starting place. I don't know how the photos play in other than it's clear that it was not a happy family. I mean, they... they That's definitely plausible. Yeah. They've all got money-related reasons why they... Why, why, I mean, why they don't like their father so much or, or money-related I sort of feel like, yeah, I sort of feel like he maybe started to tell them what was going on while they were taking the photos. Mm-hmm. This Maybe this yeah. sounds crazy, but because there were some pleasant-ish photos and then it immediately turned angry. So maybe during that, as it was happening, he wanted to capture their faces. Maybe he had something that he thought was a positive announcement and it was not at all positive for any of them mm-hmm. okay. or something of the sort maybe love- they, maybe they don't know the whole story but i love this we can what if we expanded our theory to include okay wait okay wait what if they each had a hand in it but they didn't know that everyone else had a piece of the murder. So to distance themselves, they each made up a different story about when they went to bed. I don't know if they talked at some point to say, hey, we'll just say there was an argument, we all went to bed. But <clears throat> so the handgun was in the, found in the library. That's where Emily spent her time. Mm-hmm. Um, she said she went to bed the earliest at 11 30 11 30 oh sarah said she went to bed the earliest mm-hmm. okay so let's start with sarah and work our way back to the family member who went to bed last suppose sarah got in an argument with her father thinking that she was going to be cut out of the will mm-hmm. she breaks a vase over his head he staggers she panics and goes to her room to go to bed and try to leave it alone. So he's now staggering around with a head injury, let's just say. Um, Emily's next. Um, Also, this could have been it. Maybe there was no will in the first place, and that's why they're not saying anything, because they don't want that to be 
held up and they're going to try and maybe he sold all of his money and he said like when i'm gonna when i die it all goes with me or something like that and they all and they were sold to all of his money you know what i mean i know what you mean but i'm but t- tipsy Rennett has to point that out i don't know if my next idea will pan out because it, it it hinges on him living long enough to eventually get shoved overboard <laughs> But at some point, uh, perhaps Emily confronts her father in the Titanic lounge and shoots him. Perhaps it's not a fatal wound, but maybe she thinks it is. She, in a panic, leaves and goes to her room. At some point, he stumbles from the Titanic lounge, and this is where it kind of falls apart and I'll need your help. There would have been a scuffle with Amanda to for that diamond earring. She seems like the one in the family that would be a sporty in the diamond earrings. So perhaps they fought and there was a struggle and maybe she shoved him and thought she did damage, loses an earring. She retires. It all ends up on the top deck with a drunk bleeding, perhaps concussed father leaning against the railing David comes up and yells at him. They argue, shoves him overboard, and the butler, in a panic, has to clean up after all of these murderous family members. Without knowing exactly what happened. So he was just Just, covering his tracks the entire time. I don't think he's like... I think that's why he can honestly say, I don't know what happened. He knows that Mr. Krause drinks heavily and he could have possibly fallen overboard. I don't know where that blood or shattered vase came from or why, but I'm used to cleaning up to from this family. So, so it could be that um, nobody actually like, even if everybody attempted, nobody actually murdered him. They just all separately on their own assaulted him (laughs) or attacked him. And all that eventually accumulated into him yeah. falling overboard. Yes. yes. Ooh, we're going to have to ask Fern if that counts as murder or not. Manslaughter? Or um, cumulative manslaughter? Is that a thing? <laughs> um, insinuated manslaughter? Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Attempted? <laughs> no, no. Not quite. Would this one be called the yacht and... Slow the, burn manslaughter? In, in Scorn of Scissors. Does anyone have a copy of that with them? Oh, can I roll to see if Renette has a copy of that? No, you don't have to roll. You have a copy. Okay, yeah, let's see. I flip over and open a page. Let's see. In Scorn of Scissors, they called it um, accumulating manslaughter. Isn't that a cloud? No, it's sorry. Cumulus. Acu- Accumulating. Cumulus is a cloud. Accumulating is like that that one drink of champagne either. Mm. (laughs) Well, yeah. Is this a good theory? Do you you believe this theory? I don't know if it'll work like mechanically with the game because we're not actually nailing it on anyone in particular. How does the, uh, the diamond earring fit in? It was probably just Amanda's and maybe that was their argument because she also had all those receipts. It's, it's kind of just evidence that she's been spending a lot of this guy's money. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, probably it's also her money because they're That's, married. I don't know the technicalities. I don't know what kind of prenup. Who knows how they have their money set up. <laughs> yeah. We don't know if it's a joint checking account. 
don't know how rich people do their money. Yeah, who knows? Joint checking account usually. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you've been having this conversation. You feel like you've got a handle on it. You have walked downstairs into the Titanic lounge where everyone has gathered, including Fern, who has a flute of champagne in her hand. And she looks so upset and she is hugging everyone and wishing them all the best at this tragedy that has befallen their family. The players have theorized and now it's time to roll. On a six or less, the solution is incorrect. The keeper reacts and the players have to try again. On a seven to nine, it is the correct solution, but the keeper will either add an unwelcome complication to the solution or present a complicated or dangerous opportunity to take down the culprit or save the day. On a 10 plus, it's the correct solution and the keeper will present an opportunity to take down the culprit or save the day. On a natural 12, a person involved in the dark conspiracy of Brindlewood Bay also reveals themselves to the mavens. Let's see what happens. Who is rolling theorize? Not me, for several reasons. Oh, you're tipsy. You'll roll a disadvantage. Yeah. I can roll. Yeah, you can do it. That is an eight. So, Birdie, since you have rolled, it feels like you might step up and tell everyone what you think is going on here. That's how they do it in the books. All right, everyone, I can see that you've gathered here. I guess I'm, I'll, yes, uh, Fern. Um, Fern, Fern. Hey, Fern, can you stop hugging them really quick? <laughs> I'm sorry, yes, yes, you're right, we should go. We should just go. We should leave um, this, this maybe- poor family. Maybe no, though, because, like, I don't think it was an accident. What do you mean? They said it was an accident. It must have... No, it, it, it was an no, accident. but I, I, I don't think that's actually true, though. And there is evidence that points to the contrary, so... And a hush falls over the room, and all eyes are on you, Birdie. Oh, God. Oh, I have to, like, explain it, too? You, you can skip oh, over God. that part if you want. <laughs> I, that was... Partially Birdie, but also partially me. Um, I'm not going to explain it nearly as beautifully as Mary has. So we're just going to say that Birdie does a very colorful rendition and starts to get the girls to act out with her what happened. Because yes. that seems like a normal thing to do. Annette is so down for this. A hundred Okay, but, but who gets to play Mr. Krause? Because I feel like I should kind of narrate... So one of you is going to have to play everyone else, it. and one of you is going to have to play... Okay. <laughs> I've already got a bump on my head. It works. Uh, Bernie, right. or Georgie doesn't have stage fright yet. Hey, and Georgie, you play everybody else, okay? Okay. okay. No pressure. Okay. You do have to do, like, voices, too, though. Just like that one time in the school play when half of the children had the flu and I had to fill in for everything else. It'll be just fine. <laughs> oh, that fully happened to me in That's sixth straight grade. That actually for real happened to me, too. <laughs> So anyway, then he goes to the other deck and then there's a gunshot and then just like moving everything out, like I'm moving a table to like get better stage. It's <laughs> it's horrendous and Bernie has not realized how offensive this is yet. Oh no, 
I am Mr. Krause and I am yelling and now, uh, oh, my head. And then I move over here and ow, another wound. <laughs> and now I've, and henceforth, he, hitherto, I am falling overboard to my death. Alas. <laughs> that alas was good. That was good. Good choice. Thank you. I, I thought it spiced things up. So anyway, I think that all happened because uh, I think he told you all some very awful news about the fact that you don't have a will anymore or he doesn't have a will. You're not in the will. There's no will. That's what I think. Gasp. It's <laughs> went well. Um, We're making great decisions. They're, over they're here. in shock. Yeah. This they're is the shock. start of a very be. fruitful career in um, <laughs> in investigation. The day that we gained and then immediately lost Fern's trust. I'm so excited. <laughs> Amanda says, "I don't have to listen to this," and she pushes past all of you out the back and starts to go up the staircase. And David seems very confused and says, well, I, I certainly wasn't involved with anything. I don't, I, I, this doesn't make any sense to me. And Emily, um, who's standing closest to Emily? Georgie. I don't know. That's fine. Sure. Let's go for Georgie. Yeah. Emily doesn't say anything, Georgie, but when she puts her hand into her pocket, you see perhaps the outline of a very small gun and Mr. Andrew looks very concerned and looks around as though he's trying to see if the play that you just performed makes sense to the way that he had to straighten up earlier. And Sarah just begins crying and says, I just, I just, I don't know. I can't, I can't. And Fern slowly turns around the room and says, you all lied to me. So there's definitely a gun in Emily's pocket, and you see Fern's hand going to her holster. Um, hey. Emily, don't do anything hasty. Don't make it worse than it is. I'm not doing anything. Don't play me a fool, girl. I see the gun in your pocket. Renette. Yeah, what up? Maybe it's the slow rocking of this ship. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's the fact that this champagne was really good. It was really good. You can see Emily pull the gun from her pocket and shoot Georgie. Oh, no. And quickly you blink, blink, blink. And she, in fact, has not done that. Oh, thank God. But you can see, you can feel, you can sense that she is about to do that. I tackle Georgie. <laughs> or should I tackle Emily? I tackle Emily. Okay, I tackle Georgie. Renette, in order for you to tackle Georgie and get her out of the way, it feels like a night move. You are putting okay. yourself in danger and you're taking action to protect your friend. Yeah, that checks out. You roll the night move when you do something risky or face something you fear. Once you declare that you're rolling the night move, you name what you're afraid will happen if you fail or lose your nerve. The keeper can then double down on that and tell you how it's even worse than what you fear. Once you know what will happen, you can choose to not go through with it. But if you do, you roll with an appropriate ability. 
on a six or lower, the thing that you feared happens. On a seven to nine, you accomplish what you wanted to accomplish, but there is a complication or a cost to it. On a 10 plus, you do what you intended to do, describe what it looks like. On a 12 or more, you do what you intended to do and the keeper will tell you about an extra benefit or an advantage that you received. The night move is a catch-all move for actions that take place at night. And since the sun has gone down, it is nighttime. I'm going to roll well tipsy, but I believe I have to narrate uh, the worst that could happen. I think, yeah, you've just seen something pretty bad. Is it that or is it something else? Oh, it's that. It's it's that Georgie gets uh, shot and um, then probably hit with a vase and then probably, I don't know, maybe punched or something and then falls overboard. Roll the night move right. to save to save your friend. OK, what do I add to that? Um, maybe vitality. Then that is a hot four. At this point, you feel like not only can you not save your friend, you may actually get shot as well. Unless you would like to put on a crown of the queen. I Yeah, um, I think I might have to do that. Crown of the queen and crown of the void. After you know the outcome of a die roll, you can choose to put on a crown and increase your die roll by one tier. So a six or less becomes a seven to nine, a seven to nine becomes a 10 to 11, and a 10 to 11 becomes a 12. Players begin with seven crowns of the queen. When you put on a crown, you get a prompt to describe a memory as a flashback. And after you describe that memory, you check that prompt and you cannot use it again. When you finish all seven crowns of the queen, you move on to the crown of the void. There are four crowns of the void, and once you reach the fifth, your character retires because they are lost. They are lost to the void. Because players have these crowns, and because they can change the outcomes of pretty dangerous situations, as time goes on, situations become increasingly dangerous. So I think back, I remember my, my first husband, Tommy. We didn't have kids together, but I got to be close to his kids after we married and started a family. I kind of like pushed my way in there and was like, I'm the fun aunt. Tommy and I had met, uh, you know, through, through our high school theater. And he was an actor. I kept dragging Tommy's kids to, you know, little acting classes. And there was this really great stage fighting class this whole stage fighting uh, workshop that I got to be a part of with Tommy's kids, specifically Penny. She was like 13. We, we got into, you know, stage combat and that was really fun. And uh, there was this one where we focused on fake guns and all that and how to make it look real. Penny. She got really scared because that was a real looking gun. This absolutely selfless, wonderful, brilliant kid just kept 
we couldn't get through a whole, you know, a whole exercise because she kept jumping in between us. She kept thinking someone was actually going to get shot and it was, and she was scared and she kept jumping in. She would move before she could even think, oh, right, this is just an exercise. And so, yeah, this reminds me of that and her, her absolute heroic instincts to just jump in. It reminds me of that. Maybe I'm not always supposed to jump in. Maybe there's a better way to do this. By using a crown, you have moved your roll on the night move up to a seven to nine, which means that you are able to safely get Georgie out of the way. Birdie, you see Ronette tackle Georgie, and a moment later, you see Emily pull that little gun. What would you like to do? I full on go for it. I, I tackle her. I'm ready. I'm spry. Let's go. That's... She's not going to shoot my new friends. Not that I have friends, but if I did, she's not going to shoot them. That sounds like a night move to me. I think worst case scenario is either I or my friends get shot in a very, very bad place. <laughs> yes. So part of rolling the night move means that you tell me what is the worst thing that can happen. And it sounds like you think your friends getting shot is maybe the worst thing that could happen. I think so, because that would mean I am also a failure. I'm going to roll. <laughs> also with vitality, I think. I think vitality um, makes sense. That's, yeah. So that's plus two for me. <laughs> that is a 10. With a little bit element of surprise and also much faster than she looks kind of thing, Bernie just remembers many of her... Um, Let's say many of her activities in which she had to be uh, more speedy in order to get to or get away from certain spots. That's nobody's business, though. But I think she she rushes towards her and goes for like a knee jab into the stomach and uh, with her forearm uses that to push the wrist out of the way and then grab the gun. Because she's she's definitely been in a couple fights before. I mean, look at her. Sometime later, Fern has lined them all up. They are all sitting on the ground. They all have handcuffs on because Mr. Andrew was able to bring a few pairs of his own from his room to help her. And since he was the only one on this ship that wasn't directly connected... He may face some charges as well, but he's probably not going to prison in the same way that the others are. And as the three of you, leaving Fern on the yacht, as the three of you are back on Wari's boat, returning to Brindlewood Bay, how do you process what just happened? What I is think the... that went very well. That was cool as shit. I want to do that all the time. I have not felt this alive in, you know what? I'm not even going to tell you how many years, but my God, I'm also, I'm like glad you guys didn't die and stuff. Yeah, right. Um, that was so I'm much pretty, fun. Pretty excited about that too. I'm so pleased with how we just solved that murder. We just put all those clues together and we were right. Yes, we're absolutely so nothing we're negative really, has come out of this. No, all I've learned is that we're really good at this and I'm so glad that we read all of those wonderful mysteries 
yeah, we're we're pros. Yeah, I'm also so glad that Fern gave us like blanket permission from now on. Oh, because she super did say that earlier on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can't take she, that she back. She didn't say that there was a time frame for it to stop. So no take yeah. backsies. That's official. Oh, I think that means we're we're now able to gather clues, right? We don't just have to leave them where they are. <laughs> yeah. Right? Oh, I think so. I think that okay. makes sense. Yeah, I think so. And honestly, Fern really needed our help. So it would it, it's our duty as, you know, like consulting. We have detectives. to be mentors to her. Yes. Yeah. She's young. She's inexperienced. She's obviously a little flighty and prone to um, prone to putting her hand on her gun. So, like, we should probably maybe take care of a lot of stuff yeah, ourselves of stuff. first and then, like, come to her at the end. Do you know what I mean? I, I think that seems like a solid formula. Yeah. But, but we're going to we're going to do this again. We're going to keep doing this. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like, I don't want to see. Yes. Maybe that's the only one we'll see. I'm sure. But, like, if if not, then we'll just, like, LARP or something. I don't know. This was really fun. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we should make sure we hone our skills by just recapping during book club. You know, like, maybe we do mid-book book club to put together all the clues and figure out, think what we think it is, figure out what we yeah. think the ending is Ooh. and then finish the book and compare against notes. And then yeah. do some Honing critical our thinking like about what, clearly I'm a teacher, <laughs> about where we deviated from the solution. That's a, that's a good technique for us to really, you know, get better at um, solving mysteries. Oh, we're going to tell everyone about this. Oh, absolutely. Right? Like Flossie's going to be so jealous. Yeah, Flossie sucks. She kind of does suck a little bit. Right? Like, I didn't want to be the one to say it first, but she kind of does. Yeah. Like, it's not just me. Yeah, normally I'd give her the benefit of the doubt, whatever, but um, I'm still I don't know. a little bit tipsy. Can... It's been a while, but but I'm still a little bit tipsy from the champagne, so again, I have no filter. Yeah. Let's let's give her, like, a couple more book clubs, like a trial run to see if she gets better. You know, because some people, like, you meet them and they're, like, awful, but then they, like, grow on you. Yeah. You know, I mean, I personally can't relate, but, like, I'm sure there are other people like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if we give her the benefit of the doubt for, like, two more clubs, two or three, we'll see how it feels. And if not, then yeah. we just kick her out. Sounds yeah. good? That sounds good. Yeah. It's a plan. That won't have any lasting repercussions, I'm sure. Absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah, I fully forgot that we don't fully hate Flossie yet. But you know what? The vibes are there. So <laughs> the vibes are rancid. Mm. She has rancid vibes. Okay. Rancid vibes. That's Flossie. <laughs> I love this game. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much for joining us for Dad Overboard. If you happen to have a chance to write a review or tell a friend, hey, this would be a great time to do so, don't you think? I think. Bertie, Georgie, and Renette, of course, would be very grateful if you did. Next week, we air the last of our bonus episodes in support of the Brindlewood Bay Kickstarter going on now as this is released. Still time for you to jump in on that. And in that bonus episode, I'll have a little bit more info for you about what is coming next. Needless to say... It's about time to return to Moose Murders. Okay, talk to you soon.